It is good to be with you this morning. Glad that you decided to join us. Um, I want to talk a little bit about vision and how that connects to us as a church this year. Um, and so the first question that I want to answer for you is why Vision Sunday? Um, I think that any organization, team, even family, there's always this danger of mission drift. Um, any organizational uh, guru will tell you that this is a constant battle and challenge, that we can start doing things and we can get busy with things. Often they're, they're good things and we can start to drift from our original purpose, our reason for existence. And so what vision does is it helps to focus our effort on what really matters. And that's why vision is so critical. Um, if I had to put in the most uh, basic way the reason why abundant life exists and explain it in a nutshell, but if I had to put our reason for existence as a church in a nutshell, I would say this. And if you looked at our bylaws, it says these things, but in, in a more elaborate, detailed way. The reason our church exists is to glorify God. That's why Abundant Life Christian Fellowship exists. We exist to make much of Him, to highlight and demonstrate His amazing qualities, plan, all of that. So then the question is, how does our church glorify God? Well, we glorify God by following His great commission, right? We, we make disciples of all nations. We baptize them and we teach them to obey all that Christ com commanded. So then the question is, well, what did Christ command? Well, it can be summed up with, Love God with all your mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor with the same intensity by which you love yourself. This is what we are to be about as a church. This never changes, even in the midst of a pandemic, this doesn't change. Our reason for existing, this is our mission, this is our purpose. Now, um, and the, I think a way to measure whether we're being successful is to ask, are we increasing in terms of the disciples we are producing? Are we increasing in quality? Are our disciples at our church, are they growing to become more like Christ? And are we increasing um, in quantity of disciples being made? So are new disciples being made for, for Jesus? And so those are the questions we really have to ask to determine whether we are succeeding at our purpose and mission. And so I think when we think of vision for this year, whatever that vision is, is it needs to help us carry out our purpose for existing and what God has called us to do in terms of mission. Now, uh, although this mission never changes, it stays the same. Our reason for existence stays the same, to glorify God and make disciples. 
um, from church to church, how that is carried out can look differently, right? We are going to seek to make disciples probably a little differently than a church in rural Montana, right? Also, from year to year, how you're going about making disciples, that there, there can be some changes in the details of how you carry out that calling, right? Our world has drastically changed since March because of the pandemic. Guess what? Making disciples now may look a little bit differently than what it looked like back in February, right? Our whole church life looks different than what it looked like back in February. And so this is how we came up with the vision that we were going to share with you this morning. We have been asking some questions. So I meet with Brandon and Haley every week to talk about Sunday mornings and what is going on there. Um, I also meet with Haley in her church operations leader role and, and Blaine as our youth pastor on a weekly basis. And we've been asking questions. Here's some of the questions we've been asking. Lord, how do we glorify you by growing as disciples and by making new disciples in this new school year that you have given us? And considering the current circumstances we find ourselves in. Lord, what should be emphasized to our people? What do the people, Lord, that you've entrusted to our care here at Abundant Life, what do they need in this school year? And so those are the questions that we've been asking the Lord. Um, as we have had discussion around those questions, as we've prayed about those questions, and as we even created a survey that many of you were gracious enough to complete for us, um, we wanted to hear from you. What are your needs? What are you seeing? Based on all of that, the theme that ran through our discussions, the theme that ran through even the survey that over 40 of you completed was this need for clarity in some very key aspects of being a disciple and, and making disciples. And so um, clarity was the, the theme that came up. And so we landed on this vision as I continued to talk with Brandon and Haley. Um, we landed on this, this idea of clarity. And, and Blaine shared with us that when he was at Hillsong, each year they would have a theme for the year. And he said that the, them landing on a theme as a church for the year uh, was, was a powerful thing. And when Brandon, Haley, and I thought about having a theme for our entire school year at the church, it made us think about Christmas and Easter at our church. We always have a theme for Christmas and Easter. And we have seen the power of having a theme during those seasons because what we have noticed is those themes unite our body together. We've noticed it gives direction to our leaders as they plan uh, for their area of ministry. We notice that it informs, you know, that theme informs what we do for Christmas and Easter. Um, it helps us decide on exactly wh what the sermons are going to consist of. And so we thought, boy, if we had a theme for this year, it would probably really serve to unite our body and give a, get us moving in the same direction as one. And so, this is the theme right here, and it's based on that clarity um, 
uh, that clarity theme that was coming through all of our discussion and the survey. The theme is let there be lights, a year of a year of clarity, a year of hope, a year of growth. That's what our focus is going to be here at Abundant Life. Now, what does this mean for you? Well, we want to create clarity this year for you in regards to who is the Holy Spirit and what does he do. On the survey, this was a, a high thing that, uh, that you guys want more information on. Another thing that we want to create clarity for you is in regards to your purpose and your calling. It seemed like a lot of people need clarity around that. We want to create more clarity in terms of how do you make disciples. We want to build on our going public sermon series, which encourage you to be public with your faith, right? So that you can lead people to Jesus so that more disciples can be made. Another thing that was evident through the survey is that you guys need more teaching in regards to doubt and anxiety in the Christian life. And how do you relate to that as a Christian? Um, we uh, want to create clarity for you this year in regards to what, what does it mean to be a member of Abundant Life? And what is your role as a member? And what responsibilities do you have? Brandon mentioned that we want to continue to emphasize your identity in Christ, who God says you are, who God is and who you are in relation to him. And what does that mean for your life? And so these are areas that we're going to focus on. And we are praying, God, let there be light in these areas, because when God's light comes, it creates clarity and it creates growth. And so we want the light of God's clarity to come on us. Um, if there are other topics that you feel like you need God's light on, that you would like covered this school year, please let us know. Um, you can still take the survey by going to our website. We'll have it up for you tomorrow. So take that survey and let us know what you're thinking. Um, and also, we want you to be thinking about specifically for you where God's light needs to shine in your life. And so I'm curious how you would complete this statement. Jesus, please bring light to blank. What is that for you? Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's, you know, raising your kids. Maybe it's, uh, you, you know, what you should do next for work and for your job. And so it could be a whole bunch of different things, but what is it for you? Where do you want God to bring light specifically to you? Now, how will this vision of lights coming to these different areas that we need clarity on, how will this be accomplished? Well, God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are the means by which there's going to be light for us. Check out what 1 John 1, 5 says in regards to God. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light in him, there is no darkness at all. What this verse is saying is God is perfectly morally pure, and in him 
are all the hidden treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Check out Psalm 1828. For it is you who light my lamp. The Lord my God lightens my darkness. Psalm 36, 9. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light do we see light. That's talking about uh, God. Now, look at what Jesus said in John 8, 12. He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. How about 1 John 5.20? We know also that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know who is true. And we are in Him who is true by being in His Son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God in eternal life. How about the Holy Spirit and how it works to create clarity for us? And we will learn more about this when we cover the Holy Spirit. But 1 Corinthians 2, 16 says this, God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, for... Who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Obviously, God's word is going to be key in us gaining clarity in these different areas that we're going to be focusing on this year. Psalm 119, 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And of course, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Um, our prayer for all of you and for our church is let there be light, Jesus. Let there be clarity, let there be hope, and let there be growth. Let me uh, read to you this amazing uh, passage from Ephesians. And I'm going to read it in the message version, which is a paraphrase of the scriptures. But I just love how Eugene Peterson put this section of scripture. I'm going to start at verse 15. That's why when I heard of the solid trust you have in the Master Jesus, in your outpouring of love to all the followers of Jesus, I couldn't stop thanking God for you. Every time I prayed, I'd think of you and give thanks. But I do more than thank. I ask the God of our Master, Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent and discerning in knowing him personally. Your eyes focused and clear so that you can see exactly what it is he is calling you to do. 
grasp the immensity of this glorious way of life he has for his followers. Oh, the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him. Endless energy, boundless strength. All this energy issues from Christ. God raised him from death and set him on a throne in deep heaven in charge of running the universe, everything from galaxies to governments, no name and no power exempt from his rule. And not just for the time being, but forever. He is in charge of it all, has the final word on everything. At the center of all this, Christ rules the church. The church, you see, is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts, by which he fills everything with his presence. Let me pray, and we're going to do some other things here. Let's, let's pray. Lord Jesus, God the Father, Holy Spirit, we are so grateful uh, for you. We're so grateful that uh, you love us, that, Jesus, you came to reconcile us to the Father. We are grateful that uh, through the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us when we place our trust in you, Jesus, that we have the light of life. And Lord, you are always looking to create clarity for us. And so we are asking that there would be light in these specific areas that we're going to cover this school year. We pray that you would enlarge our view of you. We pray that you would enlarge our view of the tremendous love that you have for us. Lord, we pray that you would enlarge our view of the, the amazing grace that you have poured out on us. And Lord, we pray that as our view is enlarged, as our, spec, our perspective grows, as our knowledge and understanding deepens, that it would change us from the inside out so that we live in ways that more fully reflect you, Jesus, in your kingdom, in your, in your kingdom ways. Lord, we are praying for an increase in the quality of our discipleship and, and an increase in the quantity of disciples our church is making. And so we pray that there would be the result of this light that you will shed on us this year. The result of it will be growth, both deep and wide. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, one of the things we want to do to start this school year is we want to thank uh, some of our leaders that were serving with us and, uh, and leading that are going to be stepping away from their leadership role. And so uh, Tom Skelly, who led our facilities team this past year, he's going to be stepping away from that role. And Sharon Hodgson is going to be stepping away from co-leading the CityServe team. And so uh, I just want to acknowledge them. I want to thank them. They have worked in so many ways behind the scenes to help our church uh, become all that God intends for it to be. And uh, a lot of times we don't get to see all the things that they do. But I am grateful for them, and I think we should give them a round of applause.
I'm also excited too that uh, you know God is raising up new leaders in our church. And two of those leaders that I am grateful for that God has put in a position of leadership for the school year is Justin and Kylie Shackle. Um, why don't you two come up? And Emery, you can come up too if you want. Let's give them a round of applause. So Justin and Kylie are going to oversee our life group ministry. Um, we consider the, our life groups one of the big rocks in terms of what we do as a church, along with CityServe, along with Sunday mornings, along with Rooted, our Rooted Children's Ministry, and along, uh, along with Uprising, our, our youth ministry. Those are the big rocks that we feel like God really wants to focus on, and those are the vehicles by which He wants to use to increase the quality and quantity of disciples our church is producing. Um, so you guys are stepping into this role to oversee our life groups and oversee our life group leaders. Um, I'm so happy about that. We've had good meetings to talk about some of the things we believe God wants to do through this ministry in this upcoming year. Um, what are some areas of emphasis for you guys in that ministry? Um, you know, first off, I can echo exactly what Shane is saying. I think our main priority right now is connection. If I ask you guys all to raise your hand who's involved in a life group in some way, shape, or form, I'd be curious to see who has their hand up because um, I don't think everybody out there is involved or connected to a life group. So for, for us, the first thing is to try to get as many of our members and guests and visitors connected to a life group um, that, that fits their schedule, fits their needs. Um, and then in the same sense, Growth, so quantity and quality on the on the um, on the life group standpoint. So growth. Not only are you being connected to a life group, but are you growing in that life group? Are you growing um, more like Christ? What's what's Christ doing in that life group to, to mold you and shape you? And so that's one of our uh, main focuses. And I got to tell you, like when you ask that question. Um, let their, you know, Lord shine a light in this area of my life. I mean, that, I, I, I was asking that, asking that and answering that question last year in our life group. I think for us, our life group focused heavily on identity. And so for me, my question was, Lord, show light in my area of, of my role as a father, my role as a, as a leader. And so, you know, God has definitely done that in the last year. And I hope, well, you know, he's still doing that. But yeah. man, I don't know if that would have happened without life group. And so I don't want to sit here and like sell life group because it sells itself. But if you're not connected to a life group, I really do encourage you make this the year and don't let uh, circumstance uh, deter you from it. If it's childcare, we'll get it right. If it's availability, we'll find you a spot uh, in, a, in a group. Right. So we we have many options for available for you so that you can get plugged in and then ultimately that you can grow. So th those are our big things. Yeah, that's great. And if uh, you're able to meet when we don't, we have six or seven life groups that are currently meeting right now on different days of the week. And if you are able to meet on a day that one of our life groups does not meet, maybe we'll create a new life group and we'll figure it out, and that'll be on the day when you can meet. So if you're interested in getting involved in one of our life groups, I encourage you to come and talk to Justin and Kylie after the service, and they can explain to you um, how to get involved and help, to help you with that. So I want to pray over Justin and Kylie as well. Um, we know that anytime we step into a leadership role in the church, there is an enemy. 
He is real, and he doesn't like people stepping up to the plate and leading in the church. So let's pray for God's protection over Justin and Kylie and Emery, and let's pray for God's anointing upon them so that they can carry out the task before them um, with the energy and the wisdom that they need. So let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for the Shackle family. We, we love them. We are so grateful that they are here and a part of us. Thank you, Lord, that uh, you have put it on their hearts to lead this ministry, this very important ministry. Lord, we are asking that you would pour out your spirit on them, that you would fill them with your knowledge, fill them with your discernment and wisdom, fill them with your passion um, for this area of ministry so that um, our people here, the people that are with us this morning, will grow more like you and we will reach more for you. And so we pray for your protection too. We put a hedge of protection around them, uh, thwart the enemy from from doing anything that he would like to do uh, with Justin and Kylie um, in the Shackle family. We love you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Hey, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Um, I think, let me look at my notes here. One of the things I want to do, and then, um, we'll let the music team come back up. Let's pray briefly for the city. Um, I even think as like, you know, we have, we have variety of people that are ministering to the city, ministering in the school districts in Tulsa and Maslin. We've got our big areas of focus in terms of ministry at our church. So let's just pray for those for the year right now. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the, the variety of things you allow us to do as a church. And thank you that we extend our reach into the city and the surrounding areas through our individual members as they go to work and as they... Um, uh, just uh, as they inhabit these communities that, that we're in. And Lord, I pray especially for our City Serve ministry, our Sunday morning ministries, our youth ministries, children ministries, Lord, um, that you would continue to give those leaders the wisdom they need uh, to lead well. Um, with our kids, that our kids would be impacted, that this prayer at the end of Ephesians would become true of them, that the eyes of their hearts would be enlightened, and that they would have more of a conviction with each Sunday that they receive instruction, that you are real, that you love them, that they need you uh, for salvation, and that you want to use them for wonderful things. And so we pray for that. Lord, I think of Sunday mornings, and as we desire to represent the gospel each Sunday, Lord, we pray that we would be able to do that. Lord, I know that there are new people coming on the music team, and we're so thankful for them. We pray that uh, your hand would be upon them, that they would be able to contribute, and that uh, it would be a rewarding thing for them, and it would be a blessing to our congregation. Um, Lord, I think of our, our City Serve ministry, and as Tam will continue on leading that, Lord, we pray that there would be a team around her that can rally around her uh, to figure out ways to impact this city 
as a church, as a whole. Lord, as this is going to be a year of kind of going back to the drawing board and really asking what do you want out of City Serve, especially in the current uh, state of our world, we pray that you would bring clarity, that your light would show us exactly how we are to connect with people in the city who do not know you yet, but who are in desperate need of you. And so help us with that. Um, Lord, we are grateful that we get to be with you this morning as a church body. Thank you for your faithfulness in the last school year with everything that happened you have provided, and we are grateful. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.